In this town, not only am I hunting for drama, I am hunting for rich daddies. They say life is what you make it. Well, I say make it full of bears, drinking bourbon, talking about Bravo. Hello! I'm Hunter Hardin. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. Your podcast is a motherfucker and soulless. Your podcast is soulless. <laughs> You're... And I have two podcasts, by the way. Your accent is soulless. <laughs> You're a soulless person. I'm seven, y'all. At first I was like, well, that's not his Russian voice. What is that accent? And I was like, oh, that's someone from Nevada trying to sound like they're from the South. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I guess I should. My Russian accent's better than my southern. Your, accent. your Russian accent's pretty good. Your Russian <laughs> southern, we might need to work on that a little bit. Damn it! But it's wildly entertaining. Damn it! I thought I was doing really good. Yeah, well, it was funny. It was definitely funny. Well, howdy, y'all. I'm southern. Uh, you're biscuits but... and gravy. Your podcast your... is soulless, and your podcast a motherfucker. Uh, well, we'll you, just... You, you have to edit out both of those. Well, yeah, thanks for putting on the extra work. You're welcome. Well, it's good to be back in the hot closet. Hot closet. Even though it's too hot here in Utah. It's hot everywhere. Like, even yeah. UK is breaking records. Yeah, I think the whole globe is at, like, 100 degrees. It feels like it's the globe is getting warmer. Um, it seems like someone needs to buy me a pool. Where? Where are we going to put it? <laughs> in the backyard, I guess. Where we could go, um, I would love to, uh, speaking of the pools, I, I've been still loving Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and just recently, hallelujah, Tamara Barney is, or Tamara Judd, I guess she is now, coming back to the OC. Mm. Oh, I think it's going to complete, you know, people have not been happy with the OC for the past few seasons, so I think it's going to be exciting. So they're going to bring back... Are they bringing back more than just her? No, they're not bringing back Vicky. Okay. Just Tamara. So they're keeping Shannon. Shannon. Keeping Emily and Gina. Emily and Gina. Keeping Heather Dubrow. Heather Dubrow. Adding Tamara and who knows who else. Adding Tamara and maybe another girl. Maybe so. I'm excited about it. Even though, after while watching Ultimate Girls Trip, I can tell that Tamara... It's too obvious how much she's working for the camera now. Like when uh, you were watching, I think when Dorinda like went off Speed on Tamara yeah. and Tamara started crying, mm -hmm. I was like, Tamara, I don't know if those tears are genuine. You're a badass bitch. You don't. <laughs> people don't normally make you cry. You don't know that. But she has been off camera for a while, so maybe that's the issue. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, you know what I do know. It would be a calamity if she wasn't back on the OC. I knew this girl named Jane once. Oh my God. <laughs> that might be worse than the last time. <laughs> that might be worse than the last time. Um, Calamity Jane. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really have Here to talk Jane. We just got the Calamity. Well, I good. wanted to. That was good. I knew a girl named Jane once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have two episodes to get into, so I guess we can go ahead we and can get, get, started. get rid of the small talk and go ahead and get into it. Yes. It, it, so you say it would be a good idea if we just got into it. Yes. That I know. We'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to need help. Well, first we're in Garcelle's 55th birthday party, where we left off We're last still time. at the party. Erica Jane wants more drinks, but she's already trashed. Yeah, she's already trashed. And Sutton and Diana and Kyle mm -hmm. are still off to the side. Trying, um, Kyle, trying to mediate this conversation between Diana and Sutton, which it's all going poorly. And Sutton is so weird. She, like, goes from being super insanely angry to being like, oh my gosh, I feel, I just want to be your friend so bad. Like, oh my gosh, I feel for you, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you just said she was heartless and an, an mf -er, 
So why are you even trying to even, like, still try with her? You could tell she has nothing, she doesn't want anything to do with you. But she's like, oh my gosh, I'm just so sorry that you lost your your baby. And she goes to touch uh, Diana, and Diana's like, don't touch. So, well, Sutton really does want to make this better. She does want to be able to get along. But she keeps going back and forth. does want people to like her. She's just going back and forth, and it's just like, girl, she doesn't want to be friends with you. Figure it out. Well, (laughs) the big problem is that both Sutton and Kyle, you can tell, are wasted. Yeah. I don't know if Diana is. She's been ill. I don't know that. I don't think she would be drinking. And I guess I need to look at, see what a Campari is. She orders a Campari and soda all the time. I think it's like just a sparkling water, isn't it? I don't have a clue. I need to look it up. I need to look it up. But, you know, Sutton, try this. This has been a topic of conversation even on my social media outside of Housewives. When someone is going through something and you have gone through something similar, a lot of people appreciate, like myself, if I've gone something and I found out that you've gone through something similar, I'm like, oh, hooray, someone has experienced something similar to me and they can at least relate to what I'm going through. Yeah, that's why Sutton said she lost two babies. But in um, Diana's eyes, she's like, oh, she's just trying to one-up me. And I'm well, like, that's oh what my a lot of, a lot, But you know what? A lot of people, I, I, again, it's a totally unrelated post on Facebook just yesterday where someone was like, oh, make it all about yourself and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't see it that way. I see it as like, hey, I relate to you. I feel you. Even though our situations can't possibly be identical, I want you to know that I, under, I can relate to the pain that you're feeling. Yeah. How dare you question my empathy? But, yeah, Sutton is like me. She is a touch is her love language. So when she wants to connect with you, she touches you. And Diana did not like that. But also, Kyle, it seems at this moment, was not buying into the fact that uh, that Sutton has had two miscarriages. (laughs) Kyle. But again, wasted. Yeah, Kyle just needs to calm down. But Kyle keeps putting her hands on Sutton. And then Sutton keeps putting like her hands forcefully. on Diana. Yeah. Well, she's not like putting her hand. No, Kyle's like grabbing onto Sutton, like grabbing her shoulder and shaking her and saying no. And I, that's not okay to do, Kyle. No, absolutely. <laughs> it even not. seems like there's a red mark right here on Sutton's shoulder after that scene. Could be. It could be. Well, <laughs> Sutton really thought for a moment that she and Diana made a connection, that they found a resolution, and she wants to hug it out. Completely oblivious to the fact that Diana practically wants to jump out of her skin during this whole hug. Yeah, and Kyle's just like, oh, I can't believe you ladies, blah, 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 and leaves. And I'm like, thank God, Kyle, go away. Yeah, Kyle goes back to the ladies. Diana leaves and Sutton leaves. Yeah, they just leave. And it seems like Sutton was still upset. She seemed like she was still, like, talking shit on the way out. And then Erica, where's Oliver? Garcelle, where's your hot son? Oliver, you're hot. <laughs> Doing a leg lift. Oh my goodness. Er- Oliver, come over here. Come over here. But my favorite thing about this whole scene is that Erica is hugging Dorit so tight. So tightly. <laughs> like, Erica has lost her center of gravity practically. It's like she's going to float up and she's yes. hanging on to Dorit for dear life. <laughs> but she's like, Oliver, are you married? And he's like, I'm committed. And everyone's like, yes, he's got children and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was like, well, tell your baby, tell your baby mom to DM me and we'll do a threesome. <laughs> but Oliver is kind. He sits down and talks to her for a minute. He's, you know, he's very yeah, nice about he, it. And he's not trashed, obviously. <laughs> right. Well, he's, I think he's sober because, you know, he used to Oh, have that's right. He's sober. Problems. Yeah. So he knew how to handle it. And he totally, like, he, like, blocks her. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no, honey, I gotta go. Right. <laughs> so Crystal and Garcelle's son, Jax, go over to pick the flowers off the table. And Erica looks at Jax like, what are you doing here? Get the F out of here. Get the F out of here. And I could tell what she was doing in that drunk form. She was just treating them like, get out of here because I can't hit on you. You know, right, you got to right. get out of here. Your mom's going to get mad. You need to get the hell out of here. Yeah, and she but probably thought it she was, was not okay. funny. It wasn't funny. It, like, it wasn't, it was startling. And especially for a 14-year-old to hear this. Yeah, but you know, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Well, what's not going to be unpopular is that, yes, it was wrong. You don't talk to anyone that way, much less a 14-year-old. You're such a nice guy! But is it so major that we're all going to melt down about it for two full episodes? No. Denial. No. Has Jax 
not been told F off at school probably 18 times. I mean, again, it's not right. And she said she was, and like, but it, they it act like serious. Erica hit him. And yeah, it wasn't like Erica was doing that out of spite or anything like yeah, that. But it, it was weird that it seemed like everybody left, and the only people who left was Erica and, and Dorit. <laughs> Dorit's probably like, let me out of here. I know, she's like, take it away. <laughs> well, afterwards, next day, Garcelle shows up to the real. You can tell that she really loves her hairstylist, Robert. Yeah, she, yeah, Robert. Like, she you can tell him. she like gets excited to see mm-hmm. him, you know? They talk a lot. Yeah, well, Garcelle recaps the birthday party. My birthday party was lit. She wants an apology from Erica, which rightfully so. Again, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that Erica was right, but she's really over Erica just like getting wasted all the time. Yeah. Uh, with her meds cocktails. Yeah. Okay, remember on the earlier episode, you said when she, when the first time Erica got drunk on the boat and the meds, you said, how much do you bet this is going to be a storyline with Garcelle? Yep, and I'm yep. like, watch, the next time she gets drunk, that's when Garcelle's yep. going to say something. And oh, it happened. Oh, yeah. So uh, Garcelle's ready uh, to have a discussion mm-hmm. with, with Erica and set this girl straight. Well, I'm ready to have a discussion with Rashad, the trainer at the self-defense class. He was sweet. A discussion about when we get together. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a nice moment of Crystal and Dorit at Hollywood Dojo. Getting some self-defense class lessons. PK is going to London, so Dorit's really nervous because last time he was in London, there was the whole break-in debacle. Um, it was just a really nice scene. Um, you know, I Dorit felt, killed it. Yeah, I really felt her power. Yeah. I really, I think that you know, if she was focused, she'd maybe beat the heck out of somebody. Yeah, but I am glad that she said she would not, even with these classes, everything that happened, she wouldn't have done it any differently. Yeah. Because there's a gun involved, like, you, and, you know, you could make things even worse with self-defense. Sometimes you just have to just do whatever they say. Yeah, and plus <laughs> but she it is, hadn't had self-defense classes yeah, at that But point. it is nice to have self-defense class from dicks at the bar trying to hit on you that you don't want and tries to grab yeah. you or something, and then BAM! palm to the nose (laughs) and it's also nice that she's just not torturing herself about maybe i could have done it differently that's yeah yeah that's nice she did everything the perfect way like nothing happened right people lost money six hundred and sixty thousand dollar watches and stuff you know (laughs) those schools don't get me started don't get me started because i have more things to say about housewives and stuff and all this stuff that they're doing with all of their money did you hear today that kylie jenner rode her private jet three minutes away for a 40 minute drive no i didn't and now they're like climate control people are like she's enemy number one for climate pollution well that seems pretty Ridiculous. A three minute trip on a private that jet or a 40, 40 minute drive. That costs so much money. It will damage the earth too a lot. Right. Because that does happen. Well, Kyle meets Sutton at Il Segreto. <laughs> Il Segreto. The secret. Is that what it means? I'm pretty sure that's what it means in Italian. Don't quote me on it, but I, I have a feel. A feel. Oh, the secret. Sutton has a really cute purse that looks like a book. Mm. Kyle's like, are you reading? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Kyle apologizes very quickly and wants Sutton to understand that Kyle wasn't like discounting or not believing that Sutton had miscarriages. Keep going. But I mean... If you flash back, it looks like Kyle was like, what? I don't believe you. Okay. (laughs) Well, she says this. And then after she says that, she says, I was just sitting there, and then you say you have miscarriages, and I just thought to myself, oh, that's convenient. So you are saying that you didn't believe her, Kyle. Don't try to... This this scene right here is so disturbing to me with Kyle, because she is gaslighting Sutton so hard. I feel uncomfortable. Because she knows she can control Sutton's feelings. Yeah, Kyle wants to just apologize and let it be over. But Sutton's like, no, I want to talk about the things that you said and did, and let's clear Accuse this up. Accuse me of, yeah. yeah. Which I was like, oh, Sutton. And Kyle doesn't want anything to do with that. Instead, she turns it around and says, you are hard to deal apologize with. To to. Apologize to. You are the one that's crazy. And it's, I don't like this part, and Kyle rubs me the wrong way on this episode really bad. I, you know, rumors have it this might be her last season. I, I sh- Because I just feel like she's trying too hard to be a part of everything, and I feel like she's over-controlling with Sutton and her emotions, because she knows she can. 
Right. Okay. I feel like she thinks that she's her elder or something and that she can tell her what to do and how to do things and that's and and how to feel. And that's gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think about Kyle making dressing and having Mauricio stir it up? <laughs> but she stopped him like halfway through. She's like, "You're doing it wrong." I know. Well, I mean, he, he did kind of like not know what he was doing. I know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, and she was, you know, it's cute because you can tell that they really do love each other, and they generally do really get along. Because when she's like, "Oh, honey," type things, she's not really. You, there's not a bite in her voice. There's not any hate in her voice. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, "You don't know what you're doing. Just get out of my way," you know. But it was cute. It's, um, they're really super excited about. Uh, Farah getting married and having kids. She's so excited to have grandchildren. She yeah. wants them all to live with her. She is baby crazy. Ugh. Could you imagine? She's like, we're going to put a crib in our bedroom. She's going to make the whole top floor bedroom, like a I'm nursery. Like, uh-uh, Mauricio. I went with Mauricio. I'm like, yeah. uh-uh, nope. Wanna... I already did the kid things. Yep. Daddy, <laughs> daddy got to sleep. But it was a cute moment anyway. I, I'm, I'm loving this episode because of all the holiday stuff. Because I'm getting really depressed during summer. I hate the summer, and I love the holidays. So this is really like refreshing to I see am, turkey dinners I and know. Christmas stuff. I've up. been craving Thanksgiving dinner yeah. ever since. I know, me too. Uh, well, we do see a really cute montage of Thanksgiving meals, like Garcelle and Sutton serving Thanksgiving meals to underprivileged children or families. Um, we see a uh, we get a moment of Kathy Hilton and Teddy Mellencamp. You know, people on social media. Hate telling Teddy Mellencamp. It's so wild to me how much they really, really despise her. I'm like, because she was a normal human, mm-hmm. <laughs> because she wasn't extravagant like everybody else. I don't get it, but you don't even know her. Don't hate her so much. You need a new villain. Here I am. So Rena shows up at Diana's house, one of Diana's houses. She sold one house for eighty-seven million. Dollars. All right, this is where I go back to how ridiculous rich people are and how they could really be helping the community. Instead of dealing with, oh, I just want this beautiful view every day, every year, she could have given a million dollars to 87 different schools and completely turned them around. But no, because you probably don't want to do that unless it's going to be a tax write-off for you at the end because you want to give to charity instead of just doing the right thing. Well, you know, in the next episode, she is at least donating clothes to charity. She is, (laughs) but that's another tax write-off, whatever. People only do it just for the tax write-off. They don't do it because it's a good thing. Right, right. Well, they recap Rena's trip to Harry's show premiere for a moment, but Rena really gets into Garcelle's party right away. And so Diana talks about her and Sutton and tells, you know, Rena that Sutton was trying to one-up her. Oh, you've had a miscarriage? Well, I've had two. And what kind of woman does that? I don't like, agree with Diana I don't think anybody would do that. Like, a miscarriage is a serious... I don't even think anybody would even play around or joke about miscarriages. No, Diana is completely wrong about this. I feel she's you know, 100% Sutton wrong. Sutton pissed her off several episodes ago, mm-hmm. and she's never gotten over it, and she, she and never she will. She even said that she doesn't give you second chances. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, I'm totally on Team Sutton here, and I thought, especially when at the end, Dinah's like, "Well, next time they can fly commercial." I'm like, "These women can afford their own private plane." Yeah, at least most of them. So calm down. Uh, it's uh, and Lisa is just kind of feeding into it. She's like, "Oh, that's narcissism. That's narcissism right away. <laughs> that that's good... narcissism." Oh, I like that. Ugh. That's a good Lisa Rena. <laughs> well, but you know, Lisa wasn't there, so she's only she getting has no bits idea and what's going on. Diana's broken English, you know. <laughs> and I love it how Diana's like, "Well, she called me an mf'er, and that translates in my language <laughs> to having sex with your mother." I'm like, "That's." That's what it is. What, what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is slang, but literally, that is that is what the, it means. the definition of it. <laughs> but uh, speaking of next time they can go commercial during the next commercial break is the Thor. Commercial. Oh, I wrote it down. Yes, I wrote that down. The, com- the commercial for Thor: Love and Thunder with Calendarite was cringeworthy. Oh. but the worst part of it all was at the very end when Dorit's like, don't you think it'd be so hot if PK had a man bun? And then <laughs> Kyle's like. Yes. And I'm like, ugh. What I thought was wild is Kyle Richards, who's been acting her whole life, did not act well in that commercial. <laughs> She's just as bad as Dorit. How can you be so insensitive? <laughs> I know. 
I'm, I'm like, Kyle, I don't believe a word still, you're saying. Still to this day, my favorite one was the Terminator one with um, Shannon and Shannon Tamara. Tamara. Yes, I still think about that commercial. <laughs> we'll be, and when we went to the theaters, you're like, there's the part where where are they? How come they're not in the movie? <laughs> like, there, they're not in the movie. It was an advertisement. <laughs> like, where is You're them? like, well, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> well... More... So, that's so funny that both you, me and you wrote about the commercial. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we wrote our notes at different days. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, Mauricio is dressed in his color-blocked outfit. He's color-blocking, which I just thought... means block of color. Right, which normally it would be like a shirt that has different blocks of color. I don't know if it's like two solid pieces. His, really, his shoes were a different color, his pants were a different color, but you know his shirt what? was I, a different I, I applaud him. He's for... dressed. Yes, and he's gorgeous. So the Kimsleys arrive to celebrate Thanksgiving with them, and Kyle and Dorit are talking about the option of moving, because, you know, Dorit had thought about moving, Kyle thought about moving after she was robbed, and I'm like, maybe both of you should consider moving. You yeah. live down the street from each other, and you've both been robbed? Maybe, maybe you don't it's not a good neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they're obviously a hotspot for robberies. Yeah, those neon lights will go to another house, Kyle Richard. <laughs> Those neon lights. I hate those neon lights. I, okay, I'm not a big fan of those neon lights, but every once in a while I like a neon light in someone's house because I like the color that it gives off. Yeah, every once in a while. She has a few of them. Yeah, it's a it's little, a little too much. much. One, uh, I, if it was just one, I'd be like, okay. But you're so right. These women, when they drink, they drink stuff with absolutely no carbs or any mm -hmm. sugars in it because Dorit wants a vodka with three lemons squeezed into it. Not flavored vodka, but she wants three lemons squeezed in it and the carcasses hauled out. <laughs> Remove the carcass. <laughs> I Remove love that. the carcass. Goes. They start talking about Erica at Garcelle's party, and they all really have a laugh about it because Erica has been pretty uptight all these years. Got that flashback of Erica, I was like, "Gosh, I forgot how uptight she yeah, was." I know, me too. And kind of a, a bitch. I mean, she's Jeez. always been okay to like talk about sex, but she's always stood up with. She was like better than everybody it seemed. Yeah, had perfect like, posture. Did not want to get in trouble with Tom. Yeah, she was above everyone else, so she doesn't do stupid things. Yeah, but you know. So even though her behavior isn't great, they're just really happy that she's, you know, figuratively letting her hair I down. I mean, talking about peeing on people and stuff, like, she's hilarious. But again, social media is furious with them for laughing about it. Because again, they're not saying that what Erica is doing right. They're like, yeah, she's screwing up a little bit. She's getting out of control a little bit. But you know what? Hasn't she earned the right after all of these years of having a stick up her butt to mess up a little bit yeah like this like, but, it, but it is every single time she gets drunk yeah 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 but i mean people are just so up in arms about her saying f off to jacks which again i'm not saying is okay but it's not the worst it's thing not the worst thing that's ever happened in the world my goodness <sighs> i mean go look at um new jersey when they get drunk they fist fight right? <laughs> i mean come on well over at sutton's house um sutton is getting the warder did you notice <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, war. She's like, Don't make fun of ours here, warder. A lot of people in the South do that. Warder. Warder and warder. wash washcloths, too. Wash, get that washcloth. Yeah. Hmm. But she's having all the ladies over to reveal the remodel of her home, which has been quite an extensive remodel. Yeah. Unfortunately, it rained. Ooh. So now she's got a muddy backyard, but that setup is beautiful in the backyard. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. So before they go over, Garcelle and Cherie meet at Garcelle's house just to chat for a minute. Cherie is into Oliver too. Yeah, yeah, she's she's like, like, yeah oh. no, no bones about that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't like the way she talked to Jax, but I like the way she talked to Oliver. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll join in. <laughs> I like that they're just gonna set the bitch straight at the party. Yeah, at the Sutton's. Just setting a bitch straight. Just setting a bitch straight. So you're right. It's it's mucky outside. Yeah. It's, it's mucky. It's cold. How too. many times we should have played the drinking game every time they said muck or mucky? Or, yeah. Take a drink. That would have been it. I think I would have considered moving it inside. Me too. I would have moved it inside too. It wouldn't have been that hard. You have all the people to help. Yeah. Or you know, I'm sure that you could rent some sort of mat to tarp. put on the ground. A tarp. Or yeah. or just have a bunch of flip flops purchased from the dollar store to give to your girls when they get there. Well, Rena shows up first as usual. You know, if Rena's not first, Garcelle's first. But Garcelle shows up second. 
<laughs> you know. But Rena gives Sutton a candle, and then later Erica gives Sutton a candle. Yes. She's like, uh, candles are a popular gift for the housewives, but some candles are freaking expensive. Oh my gosh! And I bet the ones Erica has given was at least hundred. The ones from Spain. Yeah. Well, Erica <laughs> gave one to um, Kyle too. I think she gave another one away in this episode. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, <clears throat> Diana. Diana. That's Diana. right. Do you think, so it looks like there's a Monet on the wall in Sutton's home. Do you think it's a real Monet? Are, are there, in Sutton's home? Probably. Are there a Monets available to purchase at auction and stuff that are not museums? I'm assuming I don't know. Diana be. was spending $87, $87 million just for a view every right. year. So I, I, that can't be too far-fetched to buy like a $100 million Monet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably not even a famous Monet. I mean, I'm just really ignorant about it. I mean, I just in my I mind, I can't... assume they're all in museums somewhere. Most, <laughs> I bet some, I bet most of them are, but I bet there are some private that are private owners. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they all get drinks, but Garcelle wants to wait. She wants to be clear until she talks to Erica. She means business. I know, and I'm like, come on, hurry up. Just talk to her. <laughs> Erica's on her way over, and she's really nervous. She knows she offended Garcelle, yes. and she doesn't know how hard Garcelle's going to I know, and she even says, she's like, I'm I'm not that afraid. I'm just afraid of Mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when she shows up, she's, like, super nice to Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And she makes a point out loud to tell Garcelle that she's I'm only having one, one drink. drink. You know that's not Which possible. isn't true. Yeah, you know that's not yeah. possible. But Garcelle and Erica try to make small talk, but it's really awkward. I know, and I'm like, God, Garcelle, just ask her to talk right now. <laughs> walk away, walk away. Yeah. Um, they have caviar and oysters as an appetizer. Gross and disgusting. Yeah, that makes me want to leave the party. Yeah. I'm like, nope. You know I have an issue have with Have you slimy. had caviar? You know I have an issue with slimy textures, so I've, I'm not even going to try Well, I've had caviar, but it was like on a cracker, on a spread on something else and it was just to try it and honestly didn't really taste it but did you feel the texture was it slimy I don't really remember did it I had cracker in your I had mouth? Cra- no I had crackers and stuff with it no I'm, I'm okay with saying I don't know if caviar is good but I'm not interested I don't in know if it's it. tasty <laughs> you know <laughs> well Crystal loves it uh, Kyle shows up last so that now they can finally make it outside and they are not happy about having to walk in the mud. Well, I mean, most of these women's shoes cost over a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, Rena's shoes are beautiful. They're huge. Yeah, but Kyle's like, I ain't ruining this outfit with wearing flip flops. I love that, my gay man girl. But I love that Joshua went and got flip flops for everyone. Mm-hmm. Got them all fur coats. You better yeah, have a fur closet coats. full of fur coats. Yes, ma'am. It's hard to believe that in Southern California, it's cold and rainy. Every once in a while. It also snows in Pasadena. Rena asked Dorit how she's doing, and, you know, she's having a hard time being alone. Yeah, she's having, she's having challenges that she's having troubles overcoming, and it's actually driving. Yeah, because she has to be by herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garcelle asked Sutton if she knew Diana wasn't coming, and Sutton's Good like, job, Garcelle. I didn't know. Rena knew. Uh, Rena talked to Diana just a few hours earlier. Diana is sick again. I, You know... I wonder the validity of all of it. I wonder if she just doesn't want to show up to filming sometimes. Probably. Maybe she is sick. Maybe she is. Maybe she is, but maybe she's just like, I'm not dealing with this. But was, <laughs> wasn't the baby like eight months ago? I don't remember. I don't maybe know. it was I eight weeks. I don't know weeks. how bad the damage. Maybe it was eight weeks. I don't know how bad the damage is either. Yeah, I don't know either. But sometimes I just get the feeling that Diana just doesn't want to participate. Yeah. Garcelle... Is like, well, she's rude. That's very rude. <laughs> uh, Garcelle likes to call Diana rude for not letting Sutton know that she was coming. You know, Sutton thinks that Diana is showing very passive-aggressive behavior by not showing up. Sutton is Sutton herself is not passive-aggressive. And Rena's like, oh, really? Oh, that's like the pot calling the kettle black. This is another... Oh, you're so angry moment from Lisa where she just thinks she's just really got Sutton here Mm -hmm. saying this to her. And it pisses me off because, Lisa, you weren't even there. You heard one side of a story and you think you are just, you really got Sutton now because she's a horrible person. You didn't even listen to Sutton's side yet. You're a bitch. Period. (sighs) You're so angry. And that's how the episode ends. Rena asking Sutton, did you call Diane an MFR and and Solis? So oh my God, how dare you call someone soulless? Oh, oh my, oh no! Oh, oh soulless! <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to tell her to F off. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to F off and go refill my beverage. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, 
Where's the bartender? Oh my god, where's my drink? And we're back, so you say. That's what I was saying, saying earlier. Ah. That I know. Well, guess what? You jumped the gun way too fast. I know. I was just doing like all of the. You can't do that. You can only I do can't. it after the break. You have to do it before oh. each segment. You can't do it all. Oh, time. I didn't. I didn't. We need to put that in the bylaws. It's already in the bylaws. <laughs> oh, we have bylaws. If you would read the book, that's a a, a foot stack high. Then you would know. <laughs> I call episode 10 the family episode. It's a lot of filler, but a lot of really nice and warm family scenes. Unlike the chaos and the anger that's been happening throughout the season so far, the first yeah, nine this episodes. Yeah, this next scene is definitely a holiday episode. Yeah. It's this a, episode is. Yeah, it's very warm and fuzzy most of the time. But we have to start off. Finishing up Sutton's luncheon at her home. So, Sutton, did you call her an MFR and soulless? Hmm? <laughs> well, Sutton really thought that she and Diana finished off that conversation connecting. Yeah, and Sutton likes, well, did she tell you that she mocked my two miscarriages, Lisa? Right, right. Gosh. You weren't, and Garcelle Lisa, was like, you weren't there. Lisa only heard those two words from Diana, and she's just going to run with it. She's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Well, Sutton thought the hug was real, and Rena's like, well, I don't think that Diana walked away <laughs> feeling the same way. No. Kyle mentions that Diana thought that Sutton's apology was fake. So that's why she, Kyle, stepped into, quote unquote, help. Mm-hmm. Garcelle tells Kyle, Kyle, you just jump ship right away. Yeah, whatever. I don't think Kyle understands what jump ship means. She feels like jumping ship is like getting off the board with everyone else. Right, where she's like, listen, I'm not on anyone's side. I'm Mm -hmm. on everyone's side. But, um... And then Garcelle, you know, has lots of opportunities throughout the rest of the episode. To show her how she jumps <laughs> Right. Up. So Sutton gets a Bumble notification. I'm the worst at dating. I was like, what is a Bumble? Oh, you don't know what, you didn't know what Bumble was? I had was? no idea what Bumble was. Bumble's been around for longer. What's the one where you swipe left or right? Tinder. Tinder. Bumble's been along, around longer than Tinder. And you know what? I just saw a thing that the Tinder logo is like a little flame. Do you know why? Why? It's because you get matches. Oh, that of course makes sense. It's so Duh. stupid. And Tinder is like wood. Yeah, you, like you Tinder it, and then once you get a match, you got a match. Boy, so stupid. That master's degree I got <laughs> really helped me think on a higher level. Than <laughs> you got to choose: are you going to be smart, or are you going to be blissful? Sutton doesn't like chatting on apps. She wants to meet face-to-face in a public place. She's very old school. With having Josh nearby making sure she doesn't get roofied. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because it does happen, y'all. It does happen. Uh, listen, I'm I'm convinced that I might have been drugged years and years ago to bar. It does happen in the gay community, kind of. I, I mean, it happens in any Randomly. community. It happens in any community. Sutton gets a FaceTime from Sanjeet, one of her Bumble matches, and the women, like, hijack her phone. Yeah. This is very, like, high school, but it's real cute. It's super high school, and even when Sutton blurts out she, that she really likes him, and then she acts like, oops, I didn't mean to say that right in front of him. I'm like, girl, yes, you did. You were like, s- you're not 10. <laughs> you, know what, how, you know what you're saying. You know, uh-huh. you know he's on FaceTime. You know he could hear what you're saying. Right. And you had the phone right in front of you when you said it. Yeah. Stupid. But it was a cute little, like, girls being girls scene. Which it was I, very I girly. That. Erica gets a refill on her drink. We're at drink three. Her third one now. <laughs> and Garcelle is side-eyeing her, and uh-huh. she's keeping count, girl. And I'm like, Garcelle, just go talk to her. Gosh. Well, she does. She addresses Erica about the way she talked to Jax. Yeah. And Erica's right away. I agree and take full responsibility. Thank you. And you know what? I was talking and treating the kids like they were adults, and I was all wrong. You're right. I take full responsibility. I did. I should not have done it. I, I just want you to know, I wasn't trying to be vicious. <laughs> yeah, it was just me being, you know, off the cuff and stupid and drunk. I was trying to be funny. I want you to know that I really think that your boys are awesome boys. I actually were even talking about what great kids they were. How well spoken they were. Yeah, and how well they hung out with the adults. Yeah, how observant they were. They weren't on their phone the whole time. Yeah, which are all great 
compliments and what you what any as Garcelle said what any mother would want to hear yeah, about their children. Yeah. You know, I've seen some posts a lot of people uh thought that Eric was being racist because they insinuate her saying your boys were well spoken people translated to insinuate that people of color are not well spoken. Oh, I didn't get that at all because I find that all teenagers are not well spoken. All teenagers are stuck on their phone. I thought that she was speaking about all 14 year olds. That's that's like other people's kind of reverse racism where you're just constantly thinking that everyone's... Yeah, I didn't didn't get that at all from Erica. And again, maybe it's because I'm a a, white And plus Erica was trying to hit on him and wanted to have a threesome with him. Like, why would you... It's just I don't I don't get it. Yeah, uh, it's hard for me to relate, not uh, being a yeah. person of color myself. But I guess um, in other situations, I can't even remember. There was one housewives. It was New York. It was New York with Ebony K. Williams and Heather was like, you know, I'm really surprised that you're so well spoken. She said something like that. Yeah. I didn't. Or and that and Ebony was like. Is it because I'm black? And so it was a thing on that season of New York. So I see how it translates. I can get that. To here. That makes sense now that I put it all together. Um, Kyle comes to Erica's defense. And Garcelle is not happy about Kyle jumping ship again. Kyle's like, well, she could have, like, a leeway. She doesn't do this all the time. So can we just give her a break? And it's like, Kyle, this isn't your discussion to have. Right. Period. This isn't your kids. This isn't your body. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, we all jump in to support our friends when we feel like they're, you know... But I didn't see... I didn't see Garcelle tearing Erica down the slightest. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be peaceful and beautiful and everybody's going to get along. But, you know, Cherie, she, uh, she's such a good mediator yeah, she and really translator. Is. She was like, I think from her, from what Garcelle needs from you as a friend is to be neutral. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get mad at sh- what Cherie says because she never puts opinion in there. She just tells you the facts mm-hmm. and translates on behalf of the other people. And this episode, she's been making her way around solo with other ladies. She's like making her FaceTime. Yeah. I like Cherie a lot and I like the way that she communicates. But, you know, again, Erica explains how she was talking crap, gave compliments, and what a great testament it was to Garcelle's mothering. And then Cherie and Erica toast to threesomes with Oliver. Yes. You know what? I'm going to drink to that, too. I'll drink to it. Cheers to that. Thank you. Garcelle next takes her kids to a sh- the twins to a shoe store called Cookies and Kicks. I didn't see any cookies. I didn't see any cookies like, either. Like what's the cookies? But I did see the most expensive tennis shoes I've ever seen in my life. I do love that she's like like she's like five, like $1000 for a pair of shoes. What do they do? And I'm like, "Girl, what are your shoes? What do your bags do?" No, but there was a pretty. pair <laughs> that was almost $10,000. There was one pair, yes. There, it was 9,000 something. Yes. That's almost $10,000 for a pair of Nike's. But how much do those women spend on shoes and purses? I have a feeling that Garcelle does it. You know, she won't buy a Birkin bag. That's true. She is I very feel like Garcelle's a bit more frugal with her I with believe... her money cuz you know she didn't always have it. Yeah, I believe that too. But she still lets them get $500 shoes. Well, she left there, how much did she say? $2,272? Yes. For how many pairs of shoes? I'm assuming, well, it ha- if she gave them about $500, then she, uh, certainly she bought more than just two pairs of yeah. shoes. But my favorite part of this whole episode is in Garcelle's confessional when she's saying, you know, I never even dreamed my life could be like this. Like, I couldn't have even dreamed this big. Sometimes I feel like I couldn't have dreamt my life now because it's too big. I I couldn't have thought of it. Yeah. And I say that all the time. And when she was talking about how she, like, was a single parent, raising two kids, and then have another older kid that was out rambunctious, look at where she is now. And she did that by herself. Good for her. But, you know, to risk... Stealing the spotlight. I just really related to Garcelle at that moment because we talk about it all the time, like how awesome it has been since moving to Salt Lake mm-hmm. City and how we've had opportunities that we literally could have never even dreamed of. Yeah. I never would have dreamed that I would have been married to the hottest guy on the planet. I never dreamed that I would have filmed The Real Housewives. Like, I could have never dreamed that big. Yeah. I never thought I'd be traveling the United States 
for free yeah, and having a and job being on the cover of a romance novel yeah and pretty awesome. know, having a job where i travel the country so when garcelle said that i was like oh garcelle i have this same conversation all the time you're and always that, trying to one-up her. It's ridiculous. I am. It is, I am. It's really, it's desperate, to it be honest is, with you. It is, it is. You're so desperate for <laughs> attention, it's disgusting. I know, I can't help it. <laughs> it's a gift. Over at Kyle's house, they're celebrating Hanukkah, and here's where all the family stuff happens. Yeah, it just made me miss holidays so much, and it made me want to like get together with my family for one of the holidays. Yeah. I really love how close Dorit and her family are with Kyle and her family. Like, Mauricio just hugs those kids I uh -huh. was so excited to see them and then hearing Jagger tell the Hanukkah story was just was like so cute and I didn't know that story to be honest with you I have heard that story but if someone asked me I wouldn't have remembered it but I will remember it now yeah um, it was a really nice sweet scene and you know again very warm compared to the rest of the show and then there is a family oriented scene at Diana's house and I just didn't care and I, you know, I remember I at one point care. Diana was saying her family doesn't feel like she's cold or anything like that. I'm like, you are kind of cold. Like yeah, you, you are very cold shouldered to people, yeah. especially people that have like irritated you even the slightest. It seems. But throughout this whole episode, anytime there's a scene with Diana, she's licking her lips or she's pursing her lips, really? like she does not know what to do with her lip injections. Oh, <laughs> she's kind of like this. You'll have to look at our social media. <laughs> she just purses her lips or licks them all the time and she looks horrible in the confessional oh with her short hair it makes her yes. face look so enormous and swollen and it makes her look old oh yeah her short it didn't all oh, that i wrote that down too in our confessional i was like yikes and then they just spur of the moment decide to facetime anea the daughter i'm like like this wasn't planned out like she wasn't sitting by the phone waiting for y'all yeah. we know how this works it was like it was almost <laughs> midnight over where she was yeah uh, but uh, it, it was again it was not it was kind of nice i guess to see her not being a monster and be a family person and talk about how she loves having her kids around and how she even wants them to move in yeah Blah, blah, blah. But I wish, I, you know, I wish I could care about Diana more. I'm just not a fan. I don't think she's nice. At 40 Love, a sports bar, Kyle is meeting with Cherie and Garcelle. Man, that sports bar's loud. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And then their, their seat is like right by the front door. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm sitting here. But Garcelle wastes no time. Let's talk about Erica. Yeah, let's do this. Let's get into it. Does she have an alcoholism problem? I don't want to film for five hours. Let's get into it. <laughs> Kyle is still defending Erica. Not her behavior, but just giving her a bit of a reprieve. Yeah, she's like, it's only been two times that this has happened. And Garcelle is concerned that all of this will lead to alcoholism. I think that's a very dramatic statement. Now, as a woman who has dealt with a son who has been through drug and alcohol abuse, mm -hmm. I can understand why that is a concern of hers. Getting drunk a few times doesn't make you an alcoholic unless you kind of have it in your DNA, well, I guess. Well, also, addiction is something that makes you feel good, and when she's drinking, she feels good yeah. with these new meds and stuff, and she's open, she's having fun, and she's experiencing a side of herself that she probably hasn't in a long time, so that can be addicting. And hopefully, though, she's not drinking like this when she's not at a party. Yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? I, I do feel... Uh, Garcelle's just being extra cautious. Yeah. I think she just wants to mention it. She just wants to bring it to Erica's attention, and then from there on, be more aware of it. But Kyle knows better than to say that someone is an alcoholic on camera. Yeah, she's like, do not say meds. She's like, I take Lexapro, a very, very small part of Lexapro, and that's meds. It's like, that's not the same thing. But you know, Kyle is still recovering from outing Kim as an alcoholic from season one. Yeah. And I think it happened with someone else, too. So she's like, I ain't going to say it on camera, whether I even though if I believed it, I'm not going to. But Garcelle really just wants to intervene before it becomes a problem. Yeah. She doesn't want to be like, Erica, you're an alcoholic. She just wants to be like, Erica, let's... These are signs that we're noticing. Can we be aware of them next time? Yeah, can we just be mindful that if you're taking this medication, maybe don't drink or drink less, you know? Yeah, just be more aware of your drinking time. I just want you to be safe. Mm -hmm. And again, Sharia is a really great mediator and translator through this. Yeah. Really, really nice. 
back at Diana's house. She's getting ready to get rid of some clothes to give to charity. Mm -hmm. Diana says that she is very charitable. She's like, even oh, I bet she is charitable. I bet every everybody's charitable. But the fact of it is, they're only charitable because it's just going to be a tax write off for them in the end. Right. They're they're only doing it to get the. The pr I feel like they're only doing it because it makes them feel good and it gets the praise and they get to, they this company spends what eighty thousand dollars for this big dinner and stuff and then they raise like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's just like but, you know, Diana says that because she her family relied on charity so much when they she was younger that charity is in the forefront of mm -hmm. her of her responsibilities. Are you buying it? Mm -mm. You're not buying it. I'm not buying okay. it. I'm not okay. buying it even a little bit. Well, what I did love though. I liked to see the cool images of Diana's fabulous life. She's met a and, lot of famous people. You know, that's what I want in a Beverly Hills housewife. I do want my Beverly Hills housewives to have money coming out the rear and to have the fabulous lifestyle. That's what the show is all about. More so than any of the other cities. Mm -hmm. You know, all of the cities are about affluent women. But Beverly Hills, they hold diamonds. That's money, honey. Very, very rich. Erica arrives at Diana's, and Erica is really coveting all of these expensive clothes. <laughs> but in her confessional, she tries to convince us that she doesn't need material things, and she's not jealous at all. And then it cuts to like, oh, I am so jealous of all these clothes. I know. And not to mention, you've been ho you were holding on to those earrings that the judge had been trying to get you to yes. turn over for Thank months. You. So Thank you. we know, I, and I know that that has maybe as much to do with the resale value. You of anything else, but don't try to pretend, Erica. Yeah, you want that life, right? Um, and then they have a, you know a, a chat about Diana and Sutton, and Erica's like, you know, I told Sutton to give you another chance, and and Diana was like, well, how do you forgive and forget? And <laughs> I'm like, okay, then, then that's our answer. <laughs> Erica's like, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> which is sad because Erica and Sutton have been getting along so well. And Eric and Sutton asked her weeks ago, I just want to make sure that this is genuine. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that turns out. Over at, uh, then we have a little quick little, another holiday montage of Kyle building a winter wonderland. Getting real snow yes. put on the lawns. Rena and her daughter Amelia killing it in the modeling world. Crystal and Zoe are picking avocados grown on their own property. That's cool. Yeah. And then to Sutton, who was on her way to lunch with Diana. Toscana Toscanos, or whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Toscana. Yeah. Uh, Diana's already there, but I like that on the way there, Sutton kind of calls Garcelle for support, and mm. Garcelle's just like, yes, Sutton, whatever you say. Yeah, <laughs> you are complex, Sutton, you are. Um, but like I said, Diana's already there, and they, they have a, a nice hug, hello. Diane gets up to give her a fake hug. But she looks completely over it. Mm -hmm. And she just goes, so what do we do now? Yeah. So what do we do now? Um, well, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> it sounds like, well, we can sound of music it out. Do you know what that means? No. You know the song, Do a Deer? Oh. The, start, the song starts off with, let's start from the very beginning. Okay. That's why. I'm very funny and witty. Well, if we're starting from the beginning, you said that I'm clumsy with my words. How can you say that I'm clumsy with my words when you don't even know me? Diana's like, well, I don't think that anymore. Okay. Now I think that you're just mean, and, and you, you, know, and you are using stupid. your words. <laughs> and you do say what you mean. But you know, Sutton really tries to keep it civilized. Mm -hmm. She apologizes, apologizes for her part right away, but wants Diana to take some responsibility for like mocking her miscarriages and you know just being hateful. But Diana says that Sutton wasn't being genuine. Yeah. Well, that's easy for you to say, Diana. That's an easy way out. Yeah. It's really easy to say that instead of thinking, oh, maybe she was trying to relate to me. Because if you go Why back and Why is she trying so hard to be my friend? There was know? no tone in Sutton's voice that says, well, you've had a miscarriage. I've had, yeah. too. There it's was just Diana none. with a chip on her shoulder. She just yes. doesn't like her. Yes, but I, I'm proud of Sutton. She doesn't lose her cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Diana, even when Diana says, I need professional help communicating with you. Yeah. But Sutton just keeps it. Um, but she does call Diana delusional. And then Diana admits that the hug was fake. Mm -hmm. And then admits that she's fake. And then continues to say that Sutton is fake. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think you know what's going on. <laughs> but really, whenever Sutton says anything, Diana just tells her that's not genuine. That's it. Yeah, no matter what us. you say, I'm not going to believe you. 
You're just wasting your time. Diana's just being a mean girl. That's it. But that's all Diana has. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't have maybe intellect. She doesn't have reasoning. She just has, I'm going to just shut you down every time. Yeah. Well, she asks, who is Sutton? And Sutton starts describing her attributes. And once again, Diana just refutes it. And then we get that odd, great exchange of about uh, so you, you say. Are you hearing you are you hearing each are you hearing yourself? <laughs> are you hearing yourself? Do you hear yourself? <laughs> no, I, I like the so you say that I know. So oh yeah, say so you I say know, yes. over and so over you and over say. again. So you say that I know. So you say that that I know. So you say. But you know Sutton's like, well you know I have a lot of Christmas cards to fill out, so I'm going to get out of here. So I got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just said, you know what? You are a hateful bitch, and I don't need to be your and friend. And I'm not wasting I'm any out. time with you. <laughs> I'm out. You go on with your life. I did my best. Talking to a wall. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Diana just... And she says, like, I'm not going to let you wipe your feet on me. I'm not going to let you abuse me. I'm not going to let you... Do. I'm like... Where is any of this coming from? <laughs> That's what Sutton said, too. Like, <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Abuse you? Wipe her feet on you like she's better? Like, how, when has Diana, I mean, Sutton ever done that on the show? Never. 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 That's not even in her DNA to do something like that. But, you know, I really, I want my villains to at least be witty or funny or have something. something. Yeah. And Diana ain't got nothing but money. <laughs> nothing. I mean, she's pretty. But she doesn't have anything but money. She she doesn't say anything that I want to hear. She never makes me laugh. Um, she's just hateful. She's just spiteful. She just doesn't have anything good to say. Yeah. She just... I feel like she's just better than everybody else. I have a feeling she'll be a one-season wonder. I think so, too. I don't think she's going to have a second season. I haven't seen anyone on social media who likes her, either. She doesn't... She's not great. <laughs> it's a shame. What a fabulous life she leads, and we don't get to really enjoy it. Yeah. Well, we would really enjoy it if you all would follow us on our social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube at The Real House Bears Podcast. And you can listen to us anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. But if you're listening to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and a cute little review. And we will talk about you on air and make you bear famous. Hashtag House Bears Famous. Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. It is time to test. Time to take tests of our sound. <laughs> right, not take a test. I can't take tests anymore. It's um, Actually, it's illegal for me to take tests. <laughs> it's illegal for you to take uh, tests. Yes, and it's also bad for my health. Is it? Break out. Hives. Warts. Crazy <laughs> stuff. The flu. No test yep. for you. Monkey pox. Oh, shoot. Let's test again. We are taking another test. It is not written. It is oral. (laughs) Those are my favorite kinds of tests. So oral. You're so stupid.